The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. One. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Hard Nine Podcast. I am Mike Noble at Mike Noble08 on Twitter. And up there in Champaign, Illinois, is uh, my co-host at Caleb Noble08. Look at that. We'll plug it, Look how we we're plugging out. the Twitters already. Do what? We're plugging the Twitters already. I mean, I feel like we might as well go ahead and start with those. Look here, I am uh, joining you from the 504 down here in New Orleans, and it is uh, raining like a son of a bitch. So if we do experience any difficulties or you hear a very loud uh, crack of thunder or lightning or what which cracks, lightning cracks, thunder doesn't crack. Is that right? No. You hear thunder. Either way, you know what I'm saying. We were sitting out on the front porch, and I thought we all three of us were going to die when it hit. Like, it was close. So, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, at least it's not a hurricane yet, so you're good for now. Well, evidently, no one bothered to tell me that hurricane season doesn't end until the end of November. I thought it was like about a 28-day stretch. It's not. It's like four months. You'll know in advance of a hurricane's coming. I think well, let's, hey, let's they don't hope just because... pop up inland in New Orleans. It seems to not be the case. It's not like a tornado, so it seems no, to be okay. Um, for those who don't know, Caleb is coming down Friday. His first plane ride. Look at that. He's become a big boy up there in I'm, Champaign, I'm, Illinois. I, I'm contemplating just not going. You have to come down. We're going to the Pelicans Warriors on Monday night. Yeah, if I make it, then we'll go. It, I swear to Christ, if, if Golden State comes down here again and sits Curry, Draymond, and Wiggins again, I'm going to be so pissed. That's what happened last time they were here. They won't. I don't think. No, they I don't think so. If they do, whatever. Say, hey, we'll get to see Zion and Brandon Ingram and all the boys. It'll be pretty exciting. I'm excited. Uh, massive NBA fan since I was eight years old. Never been to an NBA game. Neither. Like I'm one of the lone people in my friend group. Uh, outside of shout out to Rob Wallace, massive NBA fan, and Deep Hagel, also big uh, NBA fan. But outside of that, like anybody that like I go to the ranch house, or I go any of the bars, or even people I worked with. Uh, everybody hates the NBA for some reason. They, I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm addicted to it. Uh, it's a great game. I know we're here to talk about baseball, but I think it's fair to say the NBA is in really good shape right now. Best like commissioner the, in, in sports. I like, yeah, that's true. I like the NBA, but it's my fourth favorite of the four sports. It is sports in America. Really? It is my second favorite. Does that surprise you that it's below hockey and football for me? It surprises me that it's below football. Yeah. I like I, I there's something about watching Sunday um football on Sundays that is special to me so I think that's probably Agreed. why I but agree. Let's get into baseball cuz that's what we're all here for. That's what we Right, care sorry. About. Sorry. Baseball sorry. I digress. 5 on this podcast. So actually well we can say the Blues are back. They won. They beat the best team in hockey the other day so fingers crossed. So much for getting to baseball. Um yeah, I don't know. I, I they're dead. They're terrible. They're not dead. They just won two in a row, and they beat the best team in hockey. Fuck After off. they lost like eight in a row. I, who cares? They beat the Colorado Avalanche tonight. The season's fully back on, so we'll see. One, um, one last New Orleans thing I did want to tell you. Uh, today, uh, Emma and my wife Amy and I went to Joey Cage, your favorite, probably your favorite restaurant down here in New Orleans. Um, the guy who brought us our food, really super nice guy, asked, he goes, I was wearing this hat. He goes, are you a Canuck? And I was like, uh, no, actually not. And he's like, then why did you break out the uh, Toronto Blue Jays spring training hat? I was like, shout out to you for knowing what the hat was. He's like, oh, diehard baseball fan. Love it. He's like, I, so I had to explain, love the hat. People always think it's a Toronto Maple Leafs hat, even though there's a Blue Jay right here. But on the front, there's the Maple Leafs. He's like, no, I love it. He's from Chicago. Really super cool dude. But no one ever knows that this is a spring training hat from two years ago. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I should have pumped her. I'm, what I'm doing is I'm laying the groundwork to get Joey K's to sponsor the pod um, and either Joey let us do a pod from down there or just give me one free roast beef, beef uh, debris po' boy a month. Joey K's might be the best restaurant in America, but so we'll, we won't plug them anymore. Sponsor us, please, Joey K's. Right, right. If you're um, listening, if you're listening, Joey. So you want to start with the rookie of the years that were announced today? Yeah, I think that's what we have to do. Master, uh, let's. I mean, you called them. Well, you called one of them, and then you re- literally called the National League one because you picked eight guys in That's a week. That's not true. I flipped and it. And eventually I one of them hit. No, I flipped it after Michael Harris started performing better, and I stayed true with that all the way through September, October, and now to November. So you're, you're literally, I, used, I used to teach with this guy, nice enough guy, but I used to teach with this guy who would literally, I think, bet every football game 
on both sides. I don't think he cared that he won or lost so that when, when it hit, he could say, I got it right. You know what I mean? Like, so I can yeah. pick every outcome. I feel like that's what you did with the next. That's not really what did. I did though. I mean, when you're, when First you're, all, what we did. Exact about, quote. It's Spencer Strider, hands down within five days. Oh, it's Michael Harris. Jr. What we were doing was we were the third. as the season went, how the awards changed. Seasons don't is, stay the same throughout the entire season. Is, is he a junior same. or a third? He's a second. Second. So what? What is the difference between a second? Is it you the middle name? You just gotta pick. You, you get. So when he was born, they said, "Hey, they Mike, put, you want to be well, a when junior you're or a on second? the birth certificate instead of playing junior? They put the second. So it because I thought it had something to do with the middle name. It does not. I don't know. I believe not. I don't know. I don't know. Todd Gray okay. is also a second. I've always thought that's cooler than junior. No offense to any juniors out there. But no, I don't care either way. Anyway, uh, anyway shout really out to you. Michael Harris Jr. and or the second and uh, J Rod. Look, two of the best young players we have in this game. Uh, you and I both massive both fans. You called, the, you called the J Rod. I happen to deal deal him away in fantasy, so there is that. Um, love it. I'm very excited for uh, you and I talk about this a lot on here. Very excited for the future of the game. Those are two reasons why, right there. Yeah, I mean, they're both absolute studs. Both of them jumped straight through double from double A to Major League Baseball last year at some point. J-Rod did it before this, um, out of spring training, and Michael Harris did it during the season. Um, two of the best stars in baseball. You, you just watch. If, if they play your team, which they will next year because they play every team, yep. just watch how they play. They impact the game every night. Every single night they do something where you're like, wow. Like, I remember Michael Harris, when they came here in that series to Bush Stadium, he had like seven hits. The dude was just absolutely ridiculous. He was hitting lefties like he was facing a righty. He makes every play in center field. I still think he should have won the Gold Glove in center field. Um, one of the things of the best I one of the, in baseball. One of the things I love about my about both of these guys, but also uh, shout out to Scott Service and to um, oh my God, Snitker Brian, Brian Snitker. Shout out to those guys. When Harris comes up, and you've talked about this before, um, hopefully maybe here in St. Louis we get another guy who jumps from Double A to the major leagues and is in the Rookie of the Year conversation here. But Harris, when he gets up here, he's hitting ninth in that lineup, which, yeah, he's a rookie. Uh, meaningful games in September and in October, that dude was hitting third. J-Rod comes up. they Scott Service put him in the top five. Next thing you know, he's leading off. One of the most dynamic leadoff hitters in baseball, he and Ronald Acuna Jr. Um, that's And Mookie Betts, obviously. But you know that you know where I'm going. Like that's what I'm. I mean, I, I love those two guys. They're young. They're dynamic. They seem to get it. You know what I mean? Like they seem yes. to get the game. They seem to get the fans. They seem to get everything that comes with being a superstar. And when those guys do that, I they've got me. That like that's what I've Bryce Harper a, did to me at 17 years old. So you know I've what I'm saying? A, like I've got a few got thoughts on both of them. One, it tells you everything you need to know about the personality and the work ethic of those two that after in the middle of their rookie season, both organizations felt that it was a good move to give them contract extensions. So that tells you everything you need to know about those two guys as people. But um, I want to give a shout to Scott Service for J-Rod. He was really, really bad the first month of the season. No one he really was. talks about it. He, As the team was, he was too. And Scott Service stayed with him the entire time. Some things I wish the Cardinals would do a better job. Yes. And he turned it around because he saw the talent and he saw the work ethic and it paid off. So – I want to give a credit to Scott Service. They could have panicked and sent him down. They gave him time, and he flourished into, I, I mean, I don't know, top 20 player in baseball right now probably, top 30. Yeah. Like, he's in that conversation. I mean, I, hey, you, can, you can make whatever list you want, but he's in the conversation of not only future superstar, but one of my favorite guys to watch night in and night and out. He signed one of my favorite contracts in baseball because it kind of covered the team's ass if he doesn't do what they think he's going to do. And if he does do – and if he wins MVPs and turns into the next Griffey of Seattle – um, he's going to get paid $400 million as he deserves. So yep. great for those, both those guys. And let's shout out Spencer Strider. Incredible year. One of the best strikeout years of all time since Randy Quadzilla, baby. Backs. Um, shout out to him. Brendan Donovan, our utility man. Um, he had a really good interview on MLB tonight. If you guys want to go watch that um, during the awards show. And then in the other league, it was Adley Rutschman and Bobby Witt Jr., right? Yeah, and Stephen Kwan was on that list too. Stephen Kwan. So Bobby Witt was not top three. Yeah. Um, but, um, Adley, Adley Rutschman got a first place. Did you see Adley Rushman got a first place vote? He had the highest defensive war out of all catchers in baseball. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe that's I don't a guy know, that, Fabinho might have been higher, but he had maybe second. He's that's a guy be, that you and yeah. I have been watching since he was at Oregon State. Yeah. And and since and he was a freshman, walked. since he walked on, like not not a walk on, he was on Scotch, but since he walked on that campus and they went on that run where they we you know college world series and everything else, um, we were like, This guy is gonna be something. And then but my favorite thing about sports, I think. 
well, outside of just being a fan of a team, is when you see a guy with the burden of next superstar and he becomes it. Do you know what I mean? And so, J-Rod, Michael Harris, honestly, didn't know much about Michael Harris at all coming into he this season. He wasn't really on the radar. Two years ago, he was playing high school baseball, right? Two years ago, <laughs> he was playing high school baseball. So, I, that's on me. Didn't know a lot about him. Didn't know – only thing I knew about Vaughn Grissom was it was obviously Marquise Grissom's kid. New J-Rod, new Adley Rushman from the three years of college. But I just love when 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 you – I mean, when you put a lot of pressure on these kids, that's – I mean – that's hard. And then for I them to live to. up to it, it's my fa- my favorite thing. My favorite well, thing. I just, so you, now that you said that, I just realized two of the three finest rookie of the year this year, because it wasn't when it was Quan, um, were played on the same Oregon State team. So that's kind of correct. Cool. Yep. yep. Um, Stephen Quan, I believe, was their leadoff hitter. <clears throat> Sorry. What, and what a, what a factory Oregon State baseball has become, by the way. Yeah, because Nick like, Madrigal was also on that team. Sorry, yeah. Yep. Yep. So led the, led the, the world in hits for like three and years. Adley Rushman was walked with the bases loaded. And um, Trevor Larnack also on that team who's in yeah. who place for the Twins. So I'm sure there's more that we're forgetting, like to be fair. There were some pitchers I'm, in there. But those there are a bunch for. because there are a lot of guys in MLB played Oregon State. But, yes, I think that's that's awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm geeked for both of those guys. Um, like I said, to, now to turn this sort of into the Cardinals because that's who we do focus on, obviously. Um, man, I, I agree. How awesome would it be? to see Jordan Walker take that same leap at that's at 21. He'll be 21. Maybe when the season starts, may might still be 20. Uh, give Nolan Gorman every day at bats at 20. Let's just see what we, uh, you, you made a, a great tweet today. And, and I retweeted it on our page. Um, as far as everybody out there screaming for a left-handed bat, uh, guys, we have Nolan Gorman. Let's give him 500 at bats. And, and everybody's so scared of that. And I understand he strikes out. I do. I get it. All right. That's that's the way the game is played today. Tony Gwynn's not playing anymore. Ichiro's not playing anymore. Um, and there are guys obviously who strike out less. But what if we gave Jordan Walker and Nolan Gorman 500 at bats and just not not get too high with the highs and not get too low with the lows? You know, it's all about living right here, like uh, living right here. And that's the same thing with that, with well, everything in life. Like, allowing, let's see what we got. My biggest thing is, uh, is allow the young kids to to live there, to find that medium in the big leagues. Um, one of the biggest problems I have is the car. So my tweet was um, my was that people are screaming for left-handed bats and then at the same breath saying they want to trade Newbar and Gorman, who, by the way, go look at people around baseball's opinions on Lars Newbar and see that you don't want to trade that guy because everybody's yes. in love with him. So – you, and I said you might have the two guys, the left-handed bats you need, making league minimum on your roster. So also, to be fair, to add to what guys. you said, go go around the league and listen to what they say about Nolan Gorman. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he has the best batted ball statistics in baseball. Well, one of them, especially from a kid that's 22 years old. So my biggest problem with all of this um, all this stuff is there's a lot going to be a lot of off-season chatter. The Cardinals have some needs to be filled. So obviously that's going to come with maybe having to ship some guys off. My problem is if the Cardinals are going to be this um, draft, develop organization that they claim to be, they claim to be the draft and develop organization and supplement around that, then you've got to let the guys you draft and develop, develop at the big league level. You just say you have to. And there aren't many – there's no one in the organization other than Jordan Walker that really has the upside of Newbar and Gorman right now. So let those guys develop at, at the big league level. It's one of the things that I've been very critical about with the Cardinals is we haven't developed a hitting star since Albert Pujols, 21 years. I mean, I'm not talking – Matt Carpenter, really good hitter. Like, don't don't get me wrong. Really good Great hitter hitter. out of TCU. He reinvented himself there, lost a ton of weight. Like, he, he did everything. He was a very good all-star. But I'm talking about the elite, the guys you see on the posters, you know what I mean, like, are that ESPN is highlighting. The two guys with. we just talked about. Right. And what I'm – and what gets me is – I feel like maybe we had those guys throughout the last 21 years, but we have given up on so many of them so quickly. It's like, you know, I, I remember Colton Wong talking about it. Randall Gritchick has talked about it, that when they got called up here uh, and, and had two straight 0 for 4s, they knew either they were sitting or they were going back to Memphis. And I understand it's a results-oriented business. I do. But sometimes with young kids, like you talk about with Scott Service and, and J-Rod, you just put them in there and you let them go. And 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 Seattle did that with Kellenic last year until they couldn't anymore. And maybe there does come a point. But with 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 Wong, he talked about it for sure. That if if he had two two or three straight games where he didn't get a hit, he knew he wasn't playing 
and somebody else was, and we were playing like guys who shouldn't be playing over him. And I feel like we've done that with the Tommy Fams, with the Gritchicks, with the Colton Wongs, with the Rosarinas. Like we never really gave him a fair shot. We never gave Adolis Garcia a fair shot. I'm not saying we should have. Like I'm just saying we have developed guys who have been above league, way above league average uh, at the major league level, but we never really gave them 500 at bats here at the major leagues, except Dylan Carl. Like to be fair, we did do that with Dylan Carlson. We did. Like that's yeah, I do fair, think Ollie did point. a much better job last year of sticking with Gorman and guys like that through rough patches than Mike yeah. Matheny and Mike Schilt did. I agree. I agree with that um, one. So I do think Ollie has a better pull, thing, uh, has his finger on the pulse a little bit better than those two of what he should do in those situations. Because let's be honest, Ollie was a player that was not very good in the minor leagues. He probably right. knows what guys need. And he's also very smart. And Skip Schumacher did a great job with that as well. One thing um, that I'm also intrigued about, because you brought this up on the last pod, was. The importance of having, and, and when I said it's not important to have a major league hitter, I, you knew where I was going with that. But having a guy like Matt Holiday there, who was a young major league player, who did come up and, and had success said. with color. That's exactly right. what I said. And you, and so you what I'm saying is, no, no, you didn't let me finish. I'm intrigued to see how he has conversations maybe with Ali. If Gorman does go through an early 0 for 20 stretch or, or Walker or or Donovan or Carlson or fill, fill in the blanks. Do you know what I mean? I'm intrigued to see how that plays out because I am of the, I am of the the thought process. Give Walker next year. I know we have to see what he does, but I think he's right. I mean, what else does the guy have to prove? I don't, what well, he's going to go to triple A and hit three forty. Like that's what he's going to do because that's what he's done everywhere. Right. So I don't know why he's not going to do it there um, and give Gorman every day at bats and let, and, and, and let's see what they've got. I've got a few thoughts. Cause one thing I did want to bring up that escaped my mind about J rod first player ever to earn his team, a draft pick. Awesome. That that has been implemented. So for you, those of you who don't know, in the new CBA, if you call up your guy on opening day and he's uh, in um, a top 100 prospect ratings, like as a consensus right. top 100 prospect, um, your team can earn a um, draft pick if he wins rookie of the year. So that's great. I mean, think, think back to Chris Bryant. If that would have been an option, would the Cubs yeah. have handled him differently? Maybe. So is there going to be a fact? I mean, we know the Cubs love their draft picks, especially with Randy Flores just putting on a clinic and drafting lately. Um, that may play a factor into Jordan Walker for them. Right. He is a top 100 prospect in every list. Um, I do want to talk about the outfield real quick, just for a second, because it's something that I've been thinking of a lot, and I want to get, get it out there. What's intriguing to me about – I we need a bat, a lot of people are saying, and I, I agree to an extent. A lot of people think we need an outfield. Would you be opposed – and I know we want Jordan Walker opening day. We do. To O'Neal, Carlson, Gorm, I mean, Nupar – um, and seeing which of those two take a job and say, Jordan Walker's coming. So whichever one of you doesn't take a job, he will be here to replace you. And seeing how that experiment goes and letting Gorman be the DH every day and just kind of letting it sort itself out for a month. And then Walker, you knowing Walker's right behind him. To get some at-bats at AAA as well, which is beneficial. My, my concern is that Nolan Gorman's not going to be on this team next year. That's honestly my number one concern I don't right think now. they're going to trade him for the people that – I think they're going to get a catcher, okay. and I don't think they trade him for a catcher. I really don't. Okay, good. I, I like that, then. Um, I will tell you right now, my lineup, all right? Because, obviously, you know my Mike Trout love. But for we're people not getting currently on the team? or No, no, no. Love. Because here's what, here's what I'm saying, okay? Let me let me go. My, my, my leadoff hitter next year is Brendan Donovan, okay? He's hitting first. All playing right? Second base. My number two. Huh? Playing second base. Playing second base. My number two hitter is Tyler O'Neill in left field. All right. My number three hitter, we're going Goldie, Nolan, five. We're going whatever catcher we bring in. Okay. Whether that's Sean Kirk Murphy or Murphy. He's not batting fifth. He's batting sixth. Sixth or seventh. Okay. Then five is Nolan Gorman, if we're going to be honest. Yeah. Okay. So or whatever you want to do there. And then at the bottom, I'm going um, Walker, Carlson, Edmund. That's how I'm going. That's how, how I'm running out my lineup. far off of your starting lineup? He earned that spot over the other two you named. Okay, so which one of those guys that I just talked about are you? So you're you're saying you're so you're saying start Jordan Walker at AAA? Is that what I'm you're saying? Lars Newpar is starting in my outfield, and you can build the other two spots around him. He had a 788 OPS, and that's after his dreadful start. His first what was 80 at bats was not good, and he had, he ended up with a 2.2 WAR in less than 300 at bats, a 788 OPS, which is 126 OPS plus which, by the way, is right around Dylan Carlson's rookie year, um, and 14 home runs in 290 at-bats. 
Okay, so what are you doing with? We don't need. We spent a lot of time on the Cardinals last time. We want to get into free agency. I know, but what? So what? What would you with the Caleb Noble hat of GMs? What are you doing with Jordan Walker and Nolan Gorman there? Because you only got so many spots. I think I go into the year with. It depends. If Jordan Walker forces the hand in spring training, Jordan Walker's gonna have to go and have a really good spring training for him to be on my opening day roster because that's not a guy you rush just to rush to the big leagues, in my opinion. So okay. Because he, he will be there at some point this year. He'll be in the major leagues at some point. But if he goes in, struggles, and he needs to find some confidence, he goes out of AAA. If he comes in and he's a world beater, then, yeah, he comes up because there's no reason to leave him down. But given that that doesn't happen, say he has an okay spring training, like a lot of guys tend to do in this organization when they meet, try to earn a spot, Gorman and Yepes, I'm looking at you. Um, O'Neal, Carlson, Newfar would be my outfield. Gorman would be DHing, And I'd let those four spots figure themselves out. And if any, and then at any sign of trouble, then Jordan Walker's there waiting to come up. And I think, but I would now, love to see Jordan Walker up at opening day, though. I'm not going to say I don't want that. With all that being said, that's not what it's going to look like. Because here's the thing: if you're going to spend 25 million dollars, well, either Kirk costs you under a million, uh, Jansen about the same thing, or Murphy costs you three. So somebody else is going to be in that lineup that we're not talking about. Um, I, I don't I, know what that looks like. I don't. I like that's the thing. It's 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 impossible for us to say. It's really. I tricky. would love to see Jordan Walker up here on the opening day Me lineup. Too. I really would. Um, the, for me, he has to go out and really like just it. be overmatched at the at the uh, free training level to not make a team. I, Here's my question: I get it. Don't I don't know what else the dude's got to do. Out there and try and earn it, though. Like he is only 20 years old. If he goes out there and he has some struggles, you know, some experience at AAA just to just to get his confidence up, wouldn't it be a bad idea? I think I get it. If you're if you're gonna have Dwayne Walker making your outfield out of opening day, out of spring training, sorry. Don't you have to ship off an outfielder? Yes, probably. Because you're not going to start Tyler O'Neill on your bench. What's that do for you? No, 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 no. I, I am interested as well, though. We can get it. This is kind of getting a little deep into the weeds. But if Tyler, if Tyler O'Neill, if you want to try and keep that guy healthy and maximize his value, maybe two or three DH um, appearances a week isn't a bad idea, to be quite honest. Yeah, so, I get it. I get it. I don't, also don't want to limit his athletic athleticism. Or his ability to play like he's such a good outfielder. But what I would say is, I think a lot of people are snoozing on him. Everyone will say he's trash. He was bad. Shut up. Like those those people who say that can't take you. Nobody can take you seriously. All right. If that's what if you're saying Tyler O'Neill's not good, then you haven't watched this dude play baseball because he has a skill set that a very you could count him on two hands in baseball have with his. He is a legit five tool player, and the Cardinals haven't had a five tool player in a long fucking time that we that we that at this age. So I think a lot of people are, are, are really forgetting that if this dude's healthy and in the lineup, that's, that is an, that's an absolute game changer I mean, we were that we were pining. missing for a good yeah. chunk of the last year. We were all pining for him to be in the right. on the roster for the, for the um, wildcard round. Um, he's a game changer, and we all know it. Yep. They're not, if, for those of you who think Tyler O'Neill's a trade candidate this offseason, he's not. I'll tell you that now. No. The reason I no. believe that, if he was and they were considering it, why would they be going through all the effort to change his workouts. Agreed. There's and he's there's no reason for him to be. There's no if he struggles again after this year, then you get rid of him. There's no harm, no foul. Right now, Tyler O'Neill is your best option in left field. He just is. And if he and if he comes up and he struggles again, two-time Gold Glove winner. Yeah. If he comes up and he's not doing well and he's struggling once again, there's Jordan Walker, Carlson, Newfar. I love the options the Cardinals have right now in terms of Same. position players to the point to where that if they went out and just got a catcher. Who, fell in the blank and weren't trading Nolan Gorman because I really hate that. I really – just don't do it, please. If they go out and get – I don't even know – if it's Vasquez even. I would still like the potential of this team being really, really good because I think they have a lot of players that have not even touched their their capability. And we haven't even mentioned Juan Yepes. So, I, I don't know. I like where they're at. Here's the other thing. You could be catching for the Cardinals next year and the offensive production would be better. No, it wouldn't. Don't disrespect Yachty like that and say I'm a better than him. It wasn't. I'm not. I'm just saying. He was literally statistically the worst offensive player in baseball. And I'd be statistically the worst offensive player to ever live in Major League Baseball history. <laughs> well, maybe. We don't know. Hey, no, not maybe. Hey, it's definitely. You do I need to get – yeah, you do need to get out and maybe get some swings in. Get some swings and see how that works. But either way, um, you were one of those rare people who hit better with a wood bat. I never understood that. Like I always made fun of those guys was, who came they, out to yeah, practice, who came ball. to practice, like try out for us, and they bring out wood bat. I was like, put that up. You can't hit that. You were in, the anomaly. I was in Legion Ball facing potatoes. They were throwing up seventy-two mile per hour fastballs to me. That's why I was. Oh, no, you, 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 you hit those. You hit those. 
it had nothing to do with the fact that I had a wood bat. It had to do with I was facing 88, and then I went to facing 72, and it was way easier to me. Okay. Well, that's fair. You did hit those 72-mile-an-hour taters pretty hard, though. So yeah, there was 72 down the middle. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, yeah, I think it's going to be – I think this is just so interesting. It's one of those things you and I have talked about, and I, I feel like I'm just saying the same thing over and over. But we have no idea. Like, that's why me saying my lineup, no, that was Fugazi because we have no idea what this roster is even going to look at. Uh, as of now, 38-man, I assume they're going to protect um, Connor Thomas, Thomas, right? And then that means they have to protect one of the other guys. Was it uh, – Pop? is it – how do you pronounce it? Penny Agua, obviously. Who's the other? Pagas or Pagas or? Pajas, I believe. Pajas. I don't okay, know. How it is. He's a really good yeah, catcher. Had a pretty good yeah. Arizona Fall League. They sent him there. So I was surprised. Here's my thing with Pinagua. Those of you who don't know, the Rule 5 draft, if you select someone on the Rule 5 draft, they have to be on your Major League roster the next year or you have to send them back. So you can't, they have to be on your roster the entirety of the first year you have them, the Major right. League roster. So Pinagua, young guy, didn't get and wasn't in high A. Uh, he was in high A for some of it. He was in rookie ball for some other of it. I don't think he gets selected in the Rule Five draft because I don't think anyone views him as a major league ready pitcher. Correct, correct. Yeah, so and they, I saw. Might be I a think guy you don't Reese was talking about that too. Yeah, that might not be yeah, a guy you need right. to protect. Um, I went to high school with a Peniagua. I don't think it's any relation. No, that's why I knew how to say his name. I'm surprised you didn't because of Artie. Awesome. I know. I know it's the other guy. I knew Penny Agua. I didn't know the other guy. Oh. It was Pagus or Pagus. Or, that's yeah, that's I what I was talking about. Okay. I thought you were saying. Um, okay. Penny Agua, by the way, bread and water. That's what it means? Yeah. Pan is bread. E is and. Agua is water. So my buddy who I went to high school with, his brother's uh, Facebook or Twitter is his name and then bread and water. Oh, that's funny. It makes so much sense. Cool. I think his sister the, is too. Yes, yeah, you're in the free agency. Also, <laughs> I will say before we get into that, with some things to look for, you guys want left-handed bats. Diamondbacks looking to sell a couple left-handed bats. Um, Jake McCarthy. Yeah, Dalton Varsho talked about Dalton Varsho. I would be shocked if they trade him, but you never know. They're the Diamondbacks. Same. Um, but that'd be perfect Same. because that's an outfield and a catching option for the Cardinals if they did that. Right. Um, Absolutely. So those are guys absolutely and another thing. This hasn't been rumored. This is just me looking around the league at catchers. And teams that might want to look from a um, to deal from a um, position of strength to get something else they might want on their team. The Braves have two catchers that both. I don't know if they're looking to maybe they want Contreras to be their full time catcher next year, and they might look for Darn a Darno move or maybe uh, vice versa. Just saying, keep an eye on those guys to see if that develops into something. Just because I think it's very likely the Cardinals get a catcher that nobody's talking about right now because that's what they do. So um, keep an eye on those. Starting guys. the free agency, it's it's very very. Uh... Right, I mean, it was perfect timing because this is what always happens with our podcast. We release it, and within 24 hours, uh, something massively breaks. Uh, Rafael Montero, one of your guys that you wanted the Cardinals to go after, signs a three-year deal with the Astros. Um, and, and Robert Swar- Robert Suarez, the guy who I said would be perfect here, signs a was a three-year deal also with the Padres. Um, both of them six got years. big money. Six was it six? Okay, six I didn't know years. the years. I got a bag. Both of them got paid fatty. Shout out to them. And get those bags, enjoy it. But those are two guys that are game changers that we would have loved to have had here. But I, I will say, I saw an, a report that's one of the GMs uh, today said that that has kind of changed the entire free agent like relief pitching market because of what those two guys got. So also, if I'm a relief pitcher right now, like I'm like, hey, pay me, let's go, let's go. Hey, right started now. that thing off. Go for he those did. two teams. They wanted their guy back, and they went out and yep. they did it. They did it. Yep. Um, for like a better term, pussyfoot around it. Um, the guy that I'm interested in, if we're talking about Cardinals, free agency, really pitchers, and we don't have to get into this too much, but I got to look out for is Craig Kimbrell. That's a guy I would think you can get for relatively cheap to come here and see, give him a chance for the seventh inning and see if he can take it. But I kind of want to get into the free agency picks we have, if you wanted to start yeah. doing that now. Um, can I just say one thing? Because you've yeah. been, before we get into that, I do want to do that. But you, you've talked about what, what looks like potentially we saw um, Nick Anderson get signed um, or traded who uh, fill me in again. I don't remember where he went. Nick Anderson. He got a, um, from the Braves. minor league, got a split deal with the Braves. So if he's in the minor leagues, he makes a certain amount and uh, major leagues he makes a different amount. With who? You're... The Braves. With who though? The Braves. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, it's Nick Anderson. Anderson, the local kid, right? St. Louis kid. No, he played in a league, college league here, but he was not from here. No. Okay, that's what it was. But also, two guys to look for. What is it? Live? Is it Sean? Um, 
Armstrong. Armstrong and then Yarbrough. I think those are two guys that I think are going to move, get moved, not on the free agent market that, that could potentially – what will happen is they will fleece somebody and they will get some superstar. That's what will happen. The Rays are going to trade four to five guys in the next 24 hours, I think. Yeah, feels like it. We'll see. Feels like it. Because so they need to them. free up a lot of spots. They have some top prospects, top, top prospects they're going to have to protect, like Xavier Edwards and some other guys on the 40-man. So, um, we'll right. see. I don't, I don't, yeah, I so I think that's something to keep an eye on, baseball yeah. fans. Um, all right, so let's get into our free agent fiesta. Okay. I don't like that, but okay. <laughs> You're culturally appropriating our podcast. I was totally not. Fiesta <laughs> means party. I know what fiesta means. That I was totally fans. not. Totally not. Um, someday I'll have art here. We went and looked let's, today. Let's get into it before it's a uh, free agent siesta. <laughs> oh. Okay, that means good. That good, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because they, right. they, man, what a, like people do that. Like, there's a life where you take naps and then go back to I work. Never I, take naps. I hate naps. I feel like I wish no, I don't like them either. I, I just like going to bed when I'm tired. If I'm up, I'm up. I'm not going to sleep. Yeah, same, same. Okay, so let's get into this because I mean, I, I do think you're going to see. I, I, I don't know that it happens in the next two weeks, but those winter meetings, like that, is kind of the kickoff for really free agent market. And I saw your tweet also. Give you a lot of tweet Twitter shout outs here, but about how, and I agree 100%. I wish they had a, a, a period, like an opening period and like, like deer season. It opens here and it ends here. That's why I loved cap. I don't like salary caps necessarily because I think it's stupid to put a limit on how much your player, your star players can make. But they do a great job of that because if you're a team, you say, we know we want to spend up to the salary cap. And then you're like, well, if we don't go do it now, then right. we might not get the players we want within our salary cap. So it's it, in cap sports, they have incentive to go do it really quickly. Um, in a sport like baseball where there is no salary cap, it's hard to incentivize spending. Um, but I think it would be really, really good for the sport if they had some deadlines um, for, for signings so fans know when to pay attention. Think about last year, how fun it was before the lockout when we knew a bunch of guys were going to sign. And then right, right after the lockout, we knew a bunch of guys were going to sign. Yep. That was really good for the sport. And I hope they figure out a way to do that in the future. Okay. So are you keeping track of our predictions here? And then we'll just kind of see how yes. we do. So okay. I have mine written down. I'll just write yours next to them. I'm going to throw perfect. you names. Yep. You're going to tell me your prediction. I'll tell you mine. Oh, it's like, uh, it's like one of those game shows, like where the answers are behind you and the person's giving you the clues. What's that? The pyramid game. I don't know. You know what I'm talking put about? Put that down. <laughs> put that down. You're, uh, you're alerting the Illuminati or something on our YouTube page. Please put that's it for down. J- that's, for, that's for Jay-Z and LeBron. All right. Are you? Uh, oh, okay. I'm going to – so I'm going to save some of the good ones for last because I think those are a little bit more intriguing. I, f- I feel like I'm ready for this. I feel like I've done a little – my homework, and I feel like I, I won't get any of these right. But let's go. My first one I have for you is Brandon Nimmo, the, probably the second-best outfielder on the market. Yeah, he goes back to the Mets. I have the same. I have the same. Okay. I just don't see anyone outbidding him. And maybe the Rockies, I could see it because they're in on him and they'll do something stupid with their money probably. But I think he goes back there because if you're Steve Cohen, why would you not bring him back? Yeah, I, I do think I read he's very close with Chris Bryant, but it does appear that a lot of people are very close with Chris Bryant, which, hey, that's, that says a lot to me. Like, you know you what know, I mean? Like that, Except for people in St. Louis don't like Chris Bryant. <laughs> well, he hates it. Boring town. Hey, I'm in New Orleans now. St. Louis is a fucking boring town. I'm just kidding. I don't mean that. I love St. Don't Louis. Don't say that about right. my city, you bitch. Well, you're in fucking Champagne, dude. You've never lived in you haven't lived in St. Louis one day in your life, and you get nervous and pee yourself every time you have to go to a Blues game and park I get outside. Nervous, I get nervous in public in general, but I still love my. No, I'm kidding. I love St. Louis. One of my, like, I love it. I love it. This is a joke. Well, no, but, this is a St. Um, Louis podcast. We're supposed to be doing the opposite. It's a joke. It was an you're absolute to level joke. Level the playing field. I'm going to say fuck Chris Bryant. How about that? It was a joke. Anyway, no, uh, I believe Brandon Nemo goes back to the Mets. All right, that's what I'll say. All right. Uh, Clayton Carson was on here. Don't need to do that anymore. He's already gone back to the Dodgers. Correct. Um, Which needed that's what to happen. I had anyway. That's what I had anyway. Um, Me too. Carlos Put Rodon. that down. Huh? Carlos Rodon is the next one I'm throwing at you. Yeah. Okay. I'm really intrigued by Carlos Rodon. I'm going to say he goes back to the Giants. I really, I think, here's what I'm going to say. And you're going to see a theme through this. I think the Giants are going to spend a shit ton of money this offseason. I really do. That's been their MO. Um, have a couple down. I mean, they were, they won the division running away in 2021 uh, down year this year, obviously the retirement of Buster Posey, they had some injuries out there. They lost Kevin Gosman. Um, I just have a feeling that, and, and they have, first of all, San Francisco top 10 market, maybe top five market in TV. They have money. They spend money. You know, people, it they, sometimes they spend money. And you're like, what happens? And all of a sudden this guy's really good. I think Carlos Rodon goes back. I think he's obviously going to opt out. 
Uh, did he opt out? Is that official? Did he opt, go ahead and opt out? I don't know. Oh, yeah, he but, opted out. Okay. I think he goes back. I honestly believe he goes back to San Francisco. I really do. I think that if I'm a pitcher, like we saw what Gosman did in 21, we saw what Rodon did last year. San, there's something about that San Francisco magic, man, being a pitcher. There really is. We've seen the revitalization of Johnny Cueto. Like, I, I just believe that that's a place. If, I, if I'm if i Carlos Rodon and I can get 25 mil, which I think No, we saw the to. death of Johnny Cueto in San Francisco. We saw the revitalization of Chicago. That's fair. That well, he pitched pretty well out there, but that's fair. He had his down. That's fair. There, yeah. Said, um. Either way, we've seen it's, guys it's go the out there. Kapler analytics he's brought in yeah. that have really helped. Him. I, I I think he's going back to San Francisco. I think I think he San goes Francisco. to the I think he goes to the Mets. Um. Okay. I think they're going to lose Jacob Degrom. We'll talk about that later. And yeah. I think it's going to be a move by Steve Cohen to go get another guy because they're going to need him. So you think he gets thirty mil if the Mets if he goes to the Mets, right? Like Cohen gets thirty mil no matter where he goes. Okay, I was thinking 25 to 27. That was the, the range Marcus I was kind of looking thin. at. The mark is too thin. He's okay, get that's fair. Hey, also, shout out to him. He should. Like, you and I have said this forever. Like, get as much fucking money as you can. Like, you, this career, especially as an a, a professional athlete, you never know. So, I hope he does. I hope he gets paid as much as he can, and I hope he goes to wherever he goes. I think it's going to be San Francisco. I'd much rather pitch in San Francisco, I think, than in New York. But we don't know. Like, Rodon, hey, whatever. Money talks. I mean, it does. Steve Cohen's got a lot of it. All right, so next, another okay. um, Mets-related pitcher that's going to be a theme here. Uh, Chris Bassett. Yeah, okay, this is one I was looking at earlier. I think he goes to the Yankees. I think he goes, ac- I think he goes across town to the Yankees. Um, I think that they could use another guy to go with Cole and Severino and the guy and Nestor. You know, what I, I think that we saw their pit, their starting pitching. Uh, and I know that what was it Tyon? Is it Tyon? Is that right? Who was there? Tyon was good, but but I think they don't have a guy coming up the the ranks. Um, I think Chris Bassett goes across town to the Yankees, and that just feels like a Yankee move to me. Um, I, that that's my guess because I think that they need another guy. I'm a Chris Bassett fan, like I really am. I think he's been an underrated pitcher. Nobody talks about him. It seems like uh, that's just me. I think he goes back to the Mets. Um, okay, going to need him because Tyon Walker's leaving. Um, so that they really have some vacancies in that. And I think for them, they might find it as a better solution to pay Bassett and DeGrom and um, Rodon slightly more than they would just pay DeGrom per year to just pay right. both of those guys. Yeah, um, So that's what I think Chris Bassett does. I think he goes back. I've heard some rumors that he really likes being there. He's good friends with Mark Hanna. So that's where I think he goes. back. There. Okay, that makes sense. All right. You ready for a big one? Yeah. Um, Justin Verlander. Back to Houston. I don't even think there's a question. Like, to me, there's not a question. It feels like he loves it down there. It feels like his wife loves him being down there. And say what you want. There, There is something to be said about people. Hey, we saw what happened with Tom Brady, right? Like, there is something to be said there. Also, he just feels like – it's, it's almost like I forget he pitched for the fucking Tigers. Like, he feels like the Astro, like the guy. I think when he goes into Cooperstown, he goes in with an Astros hat. No. I think they build – No. I, he won an MVP with the Tigers. I get it. I'm just saying it there. feels that way to me. I'm not saying I, that's what happens. I guarantee he goes in there in Tigers hat, but I think he'll go back to the Astros as well. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah. Or he just doesn't go in with a hat on. You don't have to do How that. many years do you think he does another one-year deal? You think he's – No, you think I think he's it's going to have to – whoever gives him two, I think it's going to have to at least be two. And I okay. think if someone offers him three, that could be the difference in him going there and not – because that is the thing that would concern me if I'm the Astros. You've got a lot of guys that are probably coming up here soon that you are going to need to pay. Look at what the Braves have done. You look at what the, what some of these other teams. Have done. I mean, I'm I'm just intrigued. I mean, theoretically, I still think though, it, I'm saying go back thought, to the Astros. People thought they had to pay Correa and Springer, and they just won a World Series on either of them. So, so so far, our uh, off season things are kind of boring. We're sending everybody back. Oh, I am at least. But go ahead. Uh, I actually, I think you've moved almost everybody. Except for no, in them no, you've moved two of the and four. I have, I've been. No, he didn't. I said Rodon was going back to San Francisco. Yeah, and then okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's on you. Okay, guys, I want um, you all to pay attention that Caleb is trying to change my answers. No, I have them written down. It's just okay, whatever. You're like okay, Dan Aykroyd in Spies Like Us with the, with the patch up trying to cheat and write the wrong answers. The last, the last pitcher on the market that we're going to be talking about today. There's some more, but we're only doing 15, so yeah, there's yeah, players we, that we're yeah. not talking about. Um, Jacob DeGrom. I mean, if there's smoke, there's fire. He's going to Texas. They've got money. They, they've got money to spend. They've, their, their owners obviously have proven that they will spend money. They went out and got Seager and Simeon for a reason. There is a plan that they are building. Uh, he went to Stetson University. He's going, he's going to 
I don't even know if Stetson's in Texas. I just made I that think up. it's in Carolina, isn't it? Why? You know why I thought it was in Texas? Because isn't the Stetson hat like a <laughs> – Oh, it's in Florida. We were both wrong. <laughs> okay, we weren't even close. But South, I think he's going to the Rangers. So that's that's what I'm saying. I think he goes to the Rangers too, and I think it ends up being an absolutely dr- catastrophic deal. For the Rangers. I mean, that would be very Texas Rangers. Like, that would – I mean, I think, like, you said the Rangers have a plan. No, they don't. Because what the hell are okay. they doing? All right. Like, you I'm can't just saying, I feel like with three But plans. when I say a plan, I feel like they're willing to spend money. I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's like you're just throwing money at the wall and hoping it sticks, it seems like. I know who else yeah, I but... think – we're not talking about this guy, I don't believe. We're not. But Joey Gallo, I hope he goes back to the Rangers. He really mm-hmm. loves hitting there. That'd be great. I do, too. I hope that happens. I do, too. Um, all right. Anyway, that's my pick. Players. Position right. players. We'll go. We'll go with Josh Bell. Where do you think Josh Bell winds up? Oh God. There, there is a lot again. Where there's smoke, there's fire. There's a lot of talk about St. Louis. I don't know that he's a great. I, I don't. Who said that? Yeah, I've seen online. I've seen on the on the old Twitter sphere. Um, I, I, I think Josh Bell goes to San Francisco. That's that's my. I, I told you. I think they're spending money. I think Josh Bell goes to San Francisco. I, didn't, I never even thought of them. I guess that would make some sense. Um, Brandon Belt's a free agent. They just released really Longoria. So yep. that's definitely that's definitely a fit. Um, I haven't going back to the Padres. I think they need a first baseman. And I don't see anyone out there that they're going to go after. I think they'll just bring him back. Okay. I mean, that's fair. That And that, that could be. I, I just have a feeling, like I said, I have a feeling San Francisco is going to be one of those really active teams this year. So – I could just see I that. I wonder what Josh Bell's poor second half did to his market because he was really putting together a great year before that. Yeah, I don't, and you know, and there, there are some places that guys go and it just doesn't work, which is kind of why I think he's leaving. I have seen people talk about St. Louis being a potential target for Josh Bell. No reason. I, I don't think so. I think it's San Francisco. I'm going to say San there's, Francisco. There's no reason to go with Josh Bell in my opinion. Okay. He's a good player, right. but I don't think he fits here. All right, one that's a little bit different, a guy that I didn't think we'd be talking about right now because I thought he'd get an extension, Jose Abreu. Yeah, uh, he's going to Miami. He's going to be a Marlin. I think that just makes so much sense. The Cuban community down there, he is very active in that community. He is – I am a big Jose Abreu fan. I, I know that that park plays smaller than, obviously, White, where the White Sox – mm-hmm. I think he ends up going to Miami. That that's my that's my prediction. I've got the Baltimore Orioles getting him to DH and play first base, and be with that young core. Okay, I like that. I like that. I, I just have a feeling he's going to go to. I I really do. I think he's going to go home. I think yeah, he's going to Miami. I really I really I, feel that. Well, way. He, he's going to. He can't. There's not a team in Cuba. You know what? Shut up. <laughs> well, I honestly I didn't like anyone for him, and I wanted someone with they might want a veteran presence to be able to pay for that and his bat. And I, I I just liked I like to bray you in that um in that market for him. To be fair, I, I'd be happy with Miami or Baltimore. I think Miami fits the same bill that you just said with Baltimore. Like a, a guy who needs a veteran presence down there. You've got guys like Jazz. You've got um Blade coming up. You've got that young core there. I, I think he fits. I think he fits really well at first base down there. Yeah, he would. All right, we're gonna go to the the lone catcher that I care to talk about. Not no yeah. shade, no shade of you. Vasquez and Maldonado, you are champions, but I will not be talking yeah. about you today. Wilson Contreras. Okay, you're going to hate me for this. I think he goes to the Cubs. I think he goes back to Chicago. I, I don't. And every single beat reporter at Chicago thinks that that bridge is going to Okay, I, I do. I, I There's just not – okay, here's the thing, dude. Like, I looked around with Contreras. Um, I, there aren't a lot of spots. I've got that one. Okay, okay, let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear Detroit. it. Okay, to go up with Baez. They're looking for a catcher. And they're apparently they and they would give him more money than oh, maybe he should. They get. did it with Javi Baez, so that actually, you know what? I didn't even look at them. That's that's I don't know why I didn't even think about Detroit. Um, that makes a lot of sense. That that I like that. I like that. Can you scratch my answer that? out and put Detroit. Great. So you're stealing my answer because it was better than yours. Okay, put that the, down on record. The Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, well, stop saying that. It's like <laughs> what he did in the movie. He was just cheating on a test, and I'm pretty sure that was Chevy Chase, not Dan Aykroyd. That was. It was uh, Chevy Chase. It wasn't well, whoever it was. It was the same movie. The same guy. If you're going to quote it ten times, quote it correctly. <laughs> it was Chevy um, Chase. You're right. It was. The, um, yeah, Detroit's a great fit for me. I think he'd do well there. Um, yeah. I wonder if Miggy's going to be back. That hasn't been announced yet, so hopefully that might be a draw for him as well to go play with I Miggy thought, for a year. I thought he announced that he wasn't coming back. He hasn't announced retirement yet. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, next. Let's go next. A guy with some big news kind of just came out about two hours ago. I don't know if you saw it. Um, Anthony Rizzo, where do you think he goes? Yeah, he's going to Houston. 
I agree. And I love that so much for them and for him. So do I. I hope that happens. I, here's what I think is going to happen. I guess we'll spoil, I'll talk about this later. If Aaron Judge leaves the New York Yankees, they're best friends. I didn't realize this. They're apparently like a, a pair. I didn't know that. Um, I think if he leaves, that could piss off Anthony Rizzo enough to say, I'm going to Houston, who's going to give me a bag. And I'm, oh my God, he'd be batting seventh in that lineup probably to space him out from Kyle Tucker. And that, that- would be nasty. In that stadium, like that, we saw, like, we saw the rejuvenation way. tour for Anthony Rizzo this year at Yankee Stadium. Like, want, people keep talking St. Louis. He's not coming to St. Louis, folks. That man's gonna go hit bombs because he's trying to further a Hall of Fame career. Like he's trying to cement a potential Hall and, of Fame and, career. Uh, everything I've heard about him is he wants to win really badly. Yes. I mean, if he goes to Houston, no one's beating that oh. team again. So. Oh, and also like. You put him at first base with, I mean, his he is so underrated defensively. Like people do talk about it. I don't want to say we talk about it, but I feel like feel people forget about that. Like that, you know, he is very good defensively. And when you add to that, like Pena, Bregman, and Altuve, and now all of a sudden you got Rizzo over there at first base. Oh, that's dangerous, dude. That's very dangerous. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think Anthony Rizzo is one of the most underrated players in this decade. Same. Also, honest. awesome dude. Big, I'm a big Anthony like Rizzo fan. Beings ever. He has yes. a great story if you want to go read up yes. on it. Love about the Red Rizzo. Sox. <laughs> Jesus, what did you do? I don't know. Had cancer and then went to the Padres, got traded to the Cubs, and became a legend. So he has yep. a great story. Yep. All right, let's get into some of the bigger names. Well, I guess that's a big name. But the um the least big name, I guess you could say, of the shortstops, Dansby Swanson. Yeah, he's going back to Atlanta. Like, it just makes – here's the thing. It makes way too much sense to me simply because he's from down there. The, like, his his whole his whole thing is, like, Atlanta. Everything about him – now, that can change. We saw Freddie – we saw Freddie Free go out to L.A. Um, and I know he's represented by the same guy who fucked up the Freddie Freeman thing. I don't think that happens again. I think they've done a great job down there of getting all of their core locked up. I think Dansby's part of that core. I don't know if they have an up-and-coming shortstop. So, that means if you let Dansby walk – He's a shortstop. Yeah, I guess, but they I don't think he came up as a shortstop. They moved in the I, I understand that. But they th- what I've read with Grissom is they like him at either second base or in the outfield more than shortstop. He's not playing second base because they have Ozzy Albies. I, I understand which means he's gonna be in the outfield. I don't think they bring him back. I think he goes to Seattle. Okay. Really? I think they, need, I think they want some leadership. I think they I think they've been they would love his defense at shortstop. They've been talking about being in the shortstop market. They I have. think he makes more sense for them than any of the other shortstops. And I think he'd be a great fit to bat right behind J-Rod and to be the leader of that team because apparently he's a great clubhouse guy. I, I really like that fit a lot in Seattle. Okay, well, we're going to get to a shortstop later who I think is going to Seattle, but that's okay. I'm interested in you saying the Dansby Swanson thing. So, okay, I think, I think, I think he goes Atlanta, back to Atlanta. I think Atlanta moves on. I think they okay. move on and go after someone else maybe. go after Gold Glove, shortstop, pitcher. who hit – I mean – it just seems to fit. Okay, they but let so did, Freddie like Freeman said, go. You and I both, got, right, I know. Like, you're right. Like, Freddie Freeman, I mean, I love Dan. We had a great year. He didn't have a Freddie Freeman year. So here's the thing. Maybe this changes your entire dominoes, and I guess we'll get to that. But if he leaves, that changes the entire shortstop market. Not for me. I don't think you think it's Vaughn Grissom. I think Vaughn Grissom is their shortstop. Okay. Okay. I don't see them doing that. I just don't. I think Vaughn Grissom's in left field. Um, I think Dansby Swanson's a shortstop. So that's what I'll say. I guess. I mean, they trade Christian Pache, and then they had Michael Harris step in. So, yeah. Yeah, so they, that's, they, that, they right. develop talent like crazy. So um, yeah. I don't know. It depends on what they think. So second lowest shortstop, I guess we can say on the totem pole, um, disrespectfully, because I think he's better than people give him credit for. Xander Bogarts, what do you got? I think he's one of the Cubs. Guy yeah, had the same thing. Okay. I think yeah. they're the only one that's going to give him a, more than what he may want. I do too. They let Javi walk. They've got money, right? The, I mean, they're, if Wilson does walk, even though I think Wilson goes back, I could see them signing Wilson and, I, Wilson's and not- Xavier. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, you're, Detroit, what you're saying is right. going to Detroit. Huh? I was. I mean, that's what you said, but because it, it didn't make sense, it really wasn't okay, good he, thought. Okay, make your mind up. Is he going to Chicago? Or anyway, I think. I think. The X, I think uh, the X Man takes the the road the show on the road and ends up at Wrigley Field. I really do. I think that's a great. I think that I love Xander. Um, I don't know. He maybe he wants to win more than that, and he doesn't go back and go to Chicago. I don't know, but that's why I have him as well. Because I, I do think Chicago would be dumb enough to way overpay just because they need a guy, they think, to, to yep. bring some butts in the seats. Okay. And they don't know how to run that team. So, well, I'll get off my soapbox about them. Um, Carlos Correa. Um, okay. Now, maybe I have – Maybe the most ahead. talented shortstop um, on the market. Maybe. You can make that argument. Yes. Yes. Um, 
It's not close. The stats aren't close. Chris he has Henry. a 42 war at age 27, dude. That's six higher than Bryce Harper's was. Okay, Carlos Correa is great. He's great. But if I were to rank my top players in baseball, Trey Turner would be high on the list and Carlos Correa for me. Okay, that's fine. He wouldn't be on mine. That's fine. I understand I mean, it. I, mean, I don't agree with it. Okay, I, I all along have said that he's going to the Mets to play third base next to Francisco Lindor. But for, for this, he's going to Seattle and they're moving to J.P. Crawford to second base. I, I would like... Seattle's like the lovable team, and you bring a heel in there. I don't know. I, I don't know. think he's a heel out there. I think he fits in really well he's with J-Rod. I think he fits in with J.P. Crawford. I think he fits in with Ty France. Mitch, I think he fits in really well. He, him and Ty France could not be farther apart from who they are as humans. That doesn't mean anything, dude. That means nothing. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, they, I think I could see Seattle definitely. They traded Noel V. Marte, which is maybe a reason why Correct. they're looking to get the shortstop market. I don't. I couldn't see him there. I guess, but maybe. maybe I mean, that'd be a great move for them. Yeah. I am like going I said, also, the, like deep down, I think it's one of those weird moves that he ends up with the Mets, and he's playing third, and Lindor's playing short. Playing but they're paying base. them both shorts that money. Not, but I know you don't agree base. with that, so that's fine. He's so going, where do you think he's, he's going? He's going to play at Baltimore. They're going to give him a bag. They're going to have a guy to build around, and they're going to be able to say, Gunnar Henderson, you're playing third base every day, and when Jackson Holiday's up, we'll figure that out whenever that happens. But Correa is going to be their shortstop. Okay, okay, interesting. You really like the Orioles to sign a lot, of, spend a lot of money this year. I like. I that. mean, I think they're they. I, they, I like they threw it. They threw three hundred million dollars at him last offseason, and he yep. didn't want to take it because I. Let's be honest, Scott Boris just had just signed him, and there was a lot of logistics there. I think they're going to do it again. And I think he's going to take it. Okay, so Trey Turner is our last one. I assume we have two more, but Trey Turner's our last shortstop. Okay. Um. Okay. I have said all along he's going to Philadelphia. So I'm going to stick to that. But if you really were to pin me down and make me put money on it, I think he goes back to L.A. But but my my prediction is I think he's going to Philadelphia. I really do. I know you have said, oh, they only have so much money. Bullshit. Like, one thing Dave Dabrowski doesn't care about is the luxury tax. He does not. They, they have the, the deep – it doesn't that's, matter. I mean, he doesn't. I get it. But their owner doesn't care either, Caleb. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but uh, that's D- the guy you should be talking D-D's about. DD's off. Money. They've got guys who are coming off of the, the – the, It's tra- – I'm telling you that they – they were this close to winning a World Series in Philly, which hasn't happened since the, the J-Roll, Ryan Howard days. I, I just have a feeling that it's Dave Dombrowski. If that's going to be our guy, then Trey Turner is going to Philly. Also, best buds with Schwarbs and, and, and Harper from all accounts. I don't know that. Not one of them have told me that. That's just what I've, what I've heard. Yeah, I, I think he's going to the Phillies too. You did a lot of convincing for okay. me to agree with you, but I agree he's going to the Phillies. Yeah, you you um, were vehement against me last time I said. Well, I this. wanted to be a Cardinal at that point, but now I've come to terms no. with that not happening. Yeah. So he's going to be a Philly. Um, and if he's not, Xander Bogarts will be a Philly. So one of the two. Yeah, going that's there. good. I agree because Dombrowski loves Xander Bogarts. Uh, he the one that got him in Boston and loved him in Boston. And so Bogarts, yeah. if he's not, if depending on if Trey Turner goes back. Bogarts will be at Philly. They're going to get what he's going to one, get. They're going to get one. One thing I could also say, it, it's not my official pick, but I could also see Correa. If Bogarts goes to Philly, Correa going to the Cubs. I could also see that. I almost put that. I yeah. think, don't you think Xander Bogarts is a perfect Philly because he's not good defensively and he's a really good hitter? Yeah. Although his metrics this year way improved. Yeah. And I don't know why. Related and the metrics yeah, are weird. He was been. bad for 10 years. Could have so been. I'm going to say. And also, I just believe they signed Trevor Story not to play second base. Like, He's playing second base, they said. He's got an arm oh, problem, so, apparently. Okay. All right. All right. So who's our last one here? Aaron Judge. Save the best for last, of course. Yeah. I got – Okay. I, I, I'll go first on this one because I want to get – Okay, yeah, please do. I think the Yankees are going to do everything they can to bring him back. But I think everything they can is not as much as far on that he's going to want to do in San Francisco. And I think he goes home. Okay, well, I don't really need to say anything because I agree 100%. He was my last San Francisco Giant. It's Rodon. It's – who was my other one? Um, I had another Josh Giant. Bell. Josh Bell. And it's Aaron Judge. Like, And the Yankees are in full meltdown mode. Can you, ima- can you imagine Yankee Twitter if Aaron Judge – because I do believe that he goes home. I really do. The, the the second team, honestly, I think the Yankees are playing for third. I think the Dodgers, if they lose Trey Turner, could be in that discussion. I really, truly do. Um, you've got an outfield where, obviously, you've got bets, but belly and center. But you – you and, and if Trey Turner leaves, you've got an opening with a lot of money. 
Like, and we yeah. know that the Dodgers are going to spend money, well, right? I mean, not that much money's off like, the books if he leaves. But yeah. how weird is it that we just went through all of those free agents and, and we didn't I, mention I'm, the fucking Dodgers once? I'm making a bold prediction for the year right now. It's on record. I'm saying it right now. So don't discount this. I think the Dodgers are going to come back to the pack next year. Yeah. I, I mean, you can say they did this year, even though they I, won regular they season. They won 111 the, games. No, no, no. You didn't let me finish. In the playoffs, they didn't do anything. Like, that's what I'm okay, saying. Yeah, like, but that's every year. I'm saying in the regular season, the Dodgers are not going okay. to be the powerhouse that they've been the last five years. Okay. I think even though they get Walker Buehler really, back? He's not back. He has Tommy John surgery. He's out for almost a whole year. I thought they'd say he'd be back in June. No. Because he was I early, Tommy right? John surgery in August. Oh, I thought it was way early. No. Yeah. Way earlier than that. I mean, hold on. Way earlier than that. No, it wasn't. That's when he went out. No. Tommy John surgery. Okay, hold on. Okay, they say they don't think he's even going to be back. They said, oh, well, Jeff Passan, well, Bueller will almost certainly miss the 2023 season. Oh, out okay. After, because right. um, having Tommy John for a second time takes way longer. Too. Oh, that's right. I for, forgot it is his second time. So I yeah. think they fall back to the pack. And I think, I just don't think their team's as talented as it has been. Look at their team. Yep. Their third base and their left side of the infield is in flux right now. You don't know what they're going to do with that. Um, yeah. Are they going to bring back Turner for less money? Who knows? Max Muncy's fallen from God. I'm falling from grace. I mean, really, I, I, all they have right now is Freddie and Mookie, where you pencil it in as that's our guy and Will Smith, as those are our three guys. You, what are they doing in center field? Is Belly going to go? We don't know what they're going to so, do this year. It's so funny that we went through our list, and it's it's the boys who spend money. It's San Francisco. It's Philly. It's it's. Uh, I mean, Seattle. I had Seattle, obviously, there. But, you know, you look at the – it's the same teams, the Braves, whatever. But here's the thing. With free agency, I mean, it's a crapshoot with free agency. It really is. And, and you know, we you and I have talked on here because obviously we're pro-Cardinal podcast. But I think Mosellock is going to spend the money via trade. I still believe that. I don't know where it's coming from. I really honestly don't. I don't think anybody does. And you said last week maybe he doesn't know. But I do think that's where it comes from. And I think that's not a bad move. Like when you've got this kind of organizational depth, you can't keep them all. You can't keep them all. As much as we'd love to and, you know, play fantasy baseball and have them all on that 35-man roster or whatever on your fantasy team or 20, whatever you have, um, it, you just can't do it. You can't do it and you can't sub them all in. So I think that's going to be interesting. But I, I'm with you on on Judge. Um, okay, let me ask you two more guys that weren't on your list. Okay. All right, Jock Peterson. San Francisco, he takes the qualifying offer. Same. Agreed. See, he was – I thought that was another one that I was thinking of. Um, hold on, there was one more that I was looking at. Ah, whatever. Fuck it. Doesn't matter. There was another guy I was looking at the other day that I wanted to ask you about. Now I completely forgot who it was. Yeah, but Jack that's okay. just got offered nineteen point something million dollars. Yeah. Why would he not take that? And I and I also I believe I like I said, this is my I think San Francisco has spent a buttload of money in the offseason. It just feels like it's one of those, those years. Should. You know yeah, what I agree. Know, if you guys want another reason other than the fact that their team was very bad last year, well, compared to what we thought they were gonna be. Um, they had the lowest attendance in the history of that ballpark last year. Yep. Yeah. They're going to want to get that up. So yeah. they spend some money to make that happen. And yeah. who's going to, who's a better attraction in baseball right now than Aaron judge. There's not one. Yeah. And Zahidi, we, we know he's going to spend money. We know he's going to spend money. Yeah, who would be surprised if Otani is there next year. So I will see. Yeah. Yeah. That's a real, see, that's a really good point because I was thinking about that. Like you go judge if you know that Otani may, might be there. But, you know, I think that's an interesting thought. That What if they had them both? I can't wait for Otani, the Otani free agency. That's going to be crazy. It's, I'm so excited for that. It's going to be well. I think he gets traded at the trade deadline, by the way. No, he should. He won't. That organization sucks. They're stupid. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You know All right. Um, so let's go ahead and get out of here. Anything Anything else you need, need to talk about? No, I think we covered it. I think – I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. We're going to see some trades go down the next – as you see this, they might have already gone down. But the Rays will be training some people because they need to. You may see some, the Cardinals get rid of some people if they want to add some people to the 40-man. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Um, then I don't know when we're going to have another podcast, but Friday is the tender deadline, I believe, to give them a I think next weekend. To tender them. Um, when you're down so here. There will be some things to talk about then probably because they're going to not – Here's what will happen. People. As soon as we uh, stop recording, 47 massive transactions will happen. No, I'm going to be on the plane, and we're going to get, like, Don Varsho, 
and Jake McCarthy or something um, crazy. Couple thing, couple things I do want to say. Like everybody, give their T's and P's to Caleb for his plane ride down here to know it's an hour and a half. You're literally going to get hour and up fifty there. minutes. You're going, you're going to get right into uh, um, uh, the hangover. You're going to be just into it, and next thing you know, you're going to be landing. I think I'm downloading games in New York so I can be enthralled in it and not even know that. I'm Why you won't even get through it? I know exactly. So by the time it gets good, I'll be landing. So I won't want to be landing. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like games, you're the first. Mental, I love it's a great thing. movie, but the first forty minutes, not th- thirty minutes, kind of slow. The first fifteen minutes of that movie was one of the best openings of all time. It, I agree, but then it gets kind of slow. That's what I'm saying. Like outside of the, I love the that first movie. And it's gonna be like when we start getting getting good. I'm gonna. Be, I don't want to stop watching yet, but then I'm gonna be landing. So it's like a mental. It's like a mental thing for me to where I'm gonna uh, be like. It's gonna be. We're in the middle sweet. of getting your room ready, so we're we're, we're getting close. Well, hopefully, here. I make it. I'm fifty fifty. Um, also, so second thing, I think we ought to say, hey, uh, shout out to you guys, our, our listeners, our fans, the people who support us, who have, our, our subscriptions have almost tripled in the last week. Hey, look at that. That's pretty awesome. And we're approaching a thousand downloads on our last two podcasts. That's pretty fantastic for two guys who uh, literally are, are talking to you guys from a jail cell. From jail cells, not the same one. Jail cells. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I guess so, now's a good time. Well, thank you. To remind you, if you're watching this on YouTube, yeah, thank you, first off. Yes. Just subscribe. It is free. Um, it doesn't do anything but help us out. And leave a like, please, and a comment, because we want to hear from yeah. you guys. Did you see all the comments we've been getting? Yeah. Leave, hey! <laughs> leave a comment of where you think these guys are going to go and why we're stupid and wrong. Yeah. We love to interact with you guys. So, like, it's great to have that that happen. Like, that's awesome. Um, hey, who knows? Who knows? Just two little little Midwest guys like us. Let's not get too sentimental on the podcast. We no, have had a thousand um, views in the right. last three days. So. Uh, your mom made shepherd's pie last night, so I'm going to go eat some leftovers. That sounds gross. I don't know what that is. Oh, dude, it was fire. It was so good. All right. Well, I don't have anything else unless you do. Do you have anything you're – I will say people are getting really jacked up about the offseason, obviously, because they're forgetting how the offseason works in baseball. Just calm down. Nothing's going to happen until – the until, um, the what is it the what's it called the winter meetings at least with our team because John Mozeliak will let the market set itself and then he'll decide what he wants to do he's not going to jump the gun here in November probably at all to make a move so I will say December 5th is the date you should circle on your calendar as when to start really getting excited about what the Cardinals may be doing it's a marathon not a sprint and sometimes for John Mozeliak it's a nap and see what happens wake up after it's done say hey did I miss anything Oh, we yep. could have Correa for one year, thirty-five million, and passed on him. So they did last year. Well, that's not a that's not a deal that the Cardinals have ever made. So I'm, that I'm should not be sure. a deal you make. I really I, hope I they understand have this year. Um, I understand I will, that, but... Some people have linked Justin Verlander to the Cardinals. Not going to happen. Those people don't know how the Cardinals operate. No, I don't. No. I don't understand. Also, um, one more thing before we go, Matt Carpenter. Good lord! You just said you had nothing. This, this is relevant. Matt Carpenter should not be a Cardinal next year. No. No. You can Rosenthal no. just said Stop it. Get it out. Thing. Get it out of here. Get it out. Get it out of here. Do not no more. No more. And someone said Michael Walker too. No more. Just stop. stop. Get new I know. Cardinals that are better than the old Cardinals. No more. Uh, oh, oh back, also, by the way, York, hey, man, I love you. Add a Ledmus Diaz to that, because people are going crazy about that also. Why would we want a Ledmus Diaz? Don't know. Don't know. Because he played here before, evidently. And we, we need him back. Man, so we're gonna retire. We're gonna get Gritchick. We're gonna get a Ledmus Diaz. We're going to get uh, Michael Waka, Matt Carpenter. Um, that's who we got. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand the, the Cardinal fans. I don't, fans. I don't understand it. Like, I get it if it's Albert. I love Matt Carpenter. He's not Albert Pujols. No. Michael Walker is not, not coming Matt back. Carpenter. So, stop. All right. Matt Carpenter needs to go back to the Yankees, by the way. Yes, please. Matt, go get a bag with the Yankees after they break out for losing Anthony Rizzo. Bingo. All right. Um, the other thing that we didn't uh, – that one of the teams that I wanted to fit in, but it couldn't, uh, were the Guardians. I, I just I, I think they're gonna be in that second to third tier market. Maybe they get kind of like the Cardinals, to be fair. Um, I think that that's I, I just don't Brandon Nimmo would be a great fit there. He really would. I yeah, just don't I see them that. spending that kind of money. Maybe they go get Sean Murphy for that. Because I think I think one thing they would love is to move Quan back to the infield. I think that's a Quan. Isn't that what I read that they wanted to move him back somewhere? No, Stephen Kwan's a Gold Glove left fielder. They're not moving. Yeah, but I thought I read. I thought I read on one of their things that they wanted no, to move him. No, no, no. But that doesn't no, make no. sense. See, I, okay, this is what I thought. Because they got Rosario, they got Jimenez, they got 
J-Ram and – Peter uh, yeah, Kwan so, throws left-handed, you jackass. Then what did I read? I don't know. Maybe did he, did he play first base? Stroke, but Stephen Kwan has been an outfield. He played center field when he was at Oregon State. That's what I thought. Okay, all I'm telling you That's is that you I thought. Maybe... You thought he played second base. No, I didn't. I didn't mean second base. I'm saying I heard the – I'm telling you that they wanted to move him from left field. Now, maybe that's the center field. Maybe that's what maybe I read. Maybe they have Ahmed Rosario from five years ago, from two uh, years ago. Maybe, maybe what I read was they wanted to move him because it didn't make sense to me. But maybe they wanted to move him from left field to center field. Maybe that's what it was. I don't Are know. You, or maybe they said they want to move Josh Naylor back to first base. That's a possibility. No, it was it was a it was a play first move. base. I don't know what don't you're know. talking about. You're, you don't read either. you didn't read anything. You might have. I did. Up. It was on Twitter. I saw it on, on one of the on Guardians the pages. Today. How much stuff you made up on this podcast today? Huh? Stephen Kwan has never been an infielder. No, I didn't mean the end. I did mean. I mean, I just yes, meant that they did. wanted to move him. You, did, That's you didn't I even know he threw left-handed. I don't know what I you're didn't. on about. <laughs> but I did mean that they wanted to move him to like. Oh, that's all I read. Maybe they meant center field. Like I said, I stopped reading at some point, and I saw move back to, and I thought maybe well they thought infield, but I did not know he threw left-handed. So I did learn something batted, today. Stephen Kwan batted three thirty with an eight fifty OPS last year. Probably so there you go. Yeah. There you go. No, 920 OPS. Oh, God. He was a stud. And center field, not at second base. Maybe they want to move. That's what it was. And it was to move him to center. All I, my main point was they that they wanted to move him back they, to another position. And I assume that's center field. Center field when they have the best defensive center field in baseball. Yeah, because he has like a 600 OPS. Not even. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Either way, he doesn't play infield. Doesn't All right, let's get out of here. How many lies have you told today? That's what I want to know. I, I, no many, lies. That's not many, a lie. I, I really I seriously read that they, that, that Quant, that, that, it was, and again, it was a thing that said they would like to see Quan move to. And I really got sure bored stop. and stopped reading. <laughs> if we're going to be honest, I stopped reading. They want Andres Jimenez to go play center field and then move Quan to second base. That, that was what, what it said. That was I was filling in blanks that I wasn't sure what I was talking about because I got bored with the tweet. Uh, you didn't think? Oh wait, Jimenez, Rosario, Ramirez. Yeah, let's move our Gold Glover today. Well, it did sound weird to me. I didn't understand it, but yeah, I, it had to be center handed. field. I would assume it would sound weird. It had to be center field. That's all I can say. Maybe. That's all I can Probably say. Probably not, but maybe. All right. Yeah, maybe. Ready? Anyway, let's get out of here. Yep. All right. Uh, once again, thank you, everybody. We greatly appreciate you guys. Uh, we already went over where you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Um, at the Hard Nine Pod, still used, I'm still struggling getting used to saying that. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Hard Nine Pod. Uh, we're out there again, like Caleb said, give us a like and a subscription. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube page. We greatly appreciate that. Comment, uh, like he said, leave us. Where do you think these guys are going? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Caleb will be down here in the 504 in just a few days. His Hopefully. first, Hopefully. his first, his first plane ride across the uh, across the Midwest Plains and down here south. So we'll be we'll see you soon. Um, everybody, take care. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know, it's the more you know. Noble.